on Radio 191FM. Tēnā koutou i tēnei ahi ahi. This is your Radio 1 Te Reo Irarangi Kotahi News for Rapa, the 16th of June. Ko hana tēnei. The Dunedin Midwinter Carnival is set to bring thousands into Dunedin Centre on Saturday the 26th of June for a night of entertainment, food and lanterns. The carnival has been going for over 25 years and aims to celebrate the longest day of the year at a time relevant to the local population, which Paul Smith, the chairperson of the Midwinter Carnival Trust, says is an important aspect of the event. It's a, it's a celebration of winter and... Um, but it's also a celebration of the shortest day and the longest night. And effectively, the lanterns are like symbols of hope in the, in the long dark of winter. And it, you know, they, it, it marks a point from which the light returns, the, the days get longer from that point, from the solstice. So it's something that's been celebrated for thousands of years. and. There's a reason for it because it, it does sort of highlight something about our natural environment, the world we live in. And I guess what we're trying to do is create um, a celebration that is meaningful for where we live. So there's a lot of events and celebrations that are global and that's okay, but some of them are really um, just out of time with the natural environment where we live. This year's carnival is expected to attract upwards of 20,000 people into the city centre and includes a range of performances and art installations. Because we've developed a new sort of part to the event, which is the night market. And so we're hoping people will come along and, and you know, have some food and, and hang out and listen to the entertainment. So we've also got a second stage. So we normally have musicians, live music in the octagon. But now we've got a second stage at the night market. And so there'll be just a whole range of, of local acts there. You know, we've had an art team working for the last few months creating new giant lanterns. And we've got a store of giant lanterns, which means we can dip into them and bring some out, uh, depending on what the theme is. And this year's theme is um, the Moonlit Garden. So we're working with that theme and... Um, and there's a whole lot of costumes being made and, and things like that happening in the background. But it's all leading up to the carnival night. So we've replaced the fireworks with uh, large-scale projection. And we're projecting, uh, projecting onto St Paul's Cathedral. The carnival is a not-for-profit and relies on donations, sponsors and over 100 local volunteers. Paul Smith says these volunteers are vital for making the event run smoothly. If people want to get involved in the event, we still are looking for some volunteers because we need like around about 120 to 150 just to make the event work. And some of them are like crowd safety people, um, precision guides, or even just carrying a giant lantern. I mean, what could be cooler, right? Yeah. If you're in Dunedin for the break and feel like carrying a giant lantern for an evening, go to midwintercarnival.co.nz forward slash volunteer. Alternatively, you can attend for free. The carnival starts at 3pm and continues late into the night. 
The University of Otago has revealed plans for an updated health sciences precinct, which would see the construction of multiple new buildings and the updating of historic medical buildings. The precinct is planned to stretch from New Dunedin Hospital on Cumberland Street to the School of Dentistry Clinical Services building on Great King Street North a building which has just been refurbished and reopened at the beginning of this year. The master plan includes the addition of five new health science buildings on Frederick and Cumberland Streets and has plans for a possible six more in the future. The development is estimated to cost upwards of $1 billion. The master plan aims to promote the university's function as a leading health researcher, increase public engagement with the activities carried out in the precinct, provide increased student space and liven student spaces, and improve connection between the university's main campus and the health science campus. Owners of Aju Cafe are offering free menstrual products at their cafe, located in Northeast Valley, Dunedin. Sparked by a customer incident in store, owners Caitlin Holloway and Jonas Yesen Hansen decided they needed to take action and now free menstrual products are available in the bathroom of Arju's Cafe and Gallery to anyone in need. Holloway and Hansen say that they identified a need to address period poverty and wanted to do their part to help the Dunedin community. The response from the public has been positive and initiatives to broaden the product range available at Aju is underway. In 2018, the teaching paper Essential Mathematics for Teaching had a pass rate of only 49%, the lowest pass rate for an Otago paper in the last three years. Other papers with low pass rates in recent years included Theologies Interpreting the Old Testament with a pass rate of 52% in 2019 and First Year Paper Mathematics 2 with a pass rate of 65% in the same year. In 2020, overall pass rates swelled across papers due to the university's 5% grade bump policy and compassionate consideration for near fails being accredited accredited to students in light of the complications of COVID-19. In 2019, the pass rate for essential mathematics for teaching increased to 55% and by 2020, it was greater than 69%. The paper is taught as a core module of the Bachelor of Teaching and Education. The Radio 1 Wildlife Report. Bookings for some of Aotearoa's great walks, including the Hifi, Milford and Rakiura tracks, opened yesterday, with more to be added in the coming days. Today, the Rootburn, Paparoa and Lake Waikare Moana tracks opened for bookings, and tomorrow, the Kepler, Tongariro Northern Circuit and Abel Tasman Coast tracks opened for bookings as well. The Milford track bookings reportedly sold out in 15 minutes. The Great Walk season runs from September to April. Last year, with the absence of international visitors, the Great Walks experienced a huge wave of popularity among Kiwis, with a 75% 75 increase in local use. These multi-day walks are well-maintained and show off Aotearoa's landscape and cultural heritage, many of these tracks giving visitors the opportunity to encounter rare endemic wildlife. When booking, the Department of Conservation recommends having backup dates in case your first choice falls through due to the popularity of the tracks. This has been your Te Reo Irarangi Kotahi News, now for weather. The Radio 191 FM weather. For Rapa, the 16th of June, expect a high of 11 and a low of 7. Calm winds with gusts of up to 4 kilometres an hour. Cloudy with rain at times. 
Humidity is high at 99%. It is recommended that you wear at least two layers to stay nice and warm. Sunset will be at 5 o'clock tonight. Ke te whakarongo mai, kwe ki te reo irarangi ko 